Good morning. I didn't quite know how I would uh, feel when I stood here this morning, even though it's been known for a few months that this would be my last day of ministry with you and actually marks the uh, beginning of retirement, whatever that might mean for me. But uh, thank you all for being here and sharing this time with me. I've walked many roads with you. And uh, I do want to acknowledge a couple of people. We have friends from Williamstown, Jill and Roger Pope, and friends from Queensland, Dean and Jeanette Phelan. And it's quite significant, actually, because Dean and Roger have both been chairman of the boards that I reported to in ministry. Roger was chairman of the board at the Williamstown Church of Christ, and Dean was chairman of the board of Churches of Christ in Victoria and Tasmania when I was executive officer. And then when Dean and Jeanette moved to Queensland, Dean uh, just recently concluded his time as executive officer of the Queensland Churches of Christ. So it's quite significant to have them there. And also, you won't mind my mentioning my to have my own uh, parents here who have been such a wonderful model of ministry. I also had messages this morning from Kay Reid and uh, Cheryl Johnson, both of whom have been previous ministers at Northern. So uh, there are quite a few people, aren't there, gathered in this day and these thoughts. Well, I don't need you to remind me that today is the last day of 2017. That means 365 days, 8,760 hours, and do you know how many minutes? There was a song actually about this, so I do remember it. 525,600 minutes you have lived through this year. That's, or almost, that's a lot of life. And this time tomorrow we will be in a new year, 2018. I want to gather those themes in an image, an image of an open door. And I invite you to come with me through that open door as I reflect on life, ministry and facing the unknown. I invite you to receive encouragement as each one of us stands today before the open door of a new year which we will pass through at midnight if we are still awake, or tomorrow if you don't quite make it to see the fireworks that light up the city at midnight. And as today is my last day of ministry with you and my last day of formal ministry, I will be using some of my photos as a backdrop to the message. My message is framed around some questions which are prompted by open doors, and the first question is, what will you leave at the threshold of this door as you go through the door into a new year? This door on the screen is a small door. It's about 122 centimetres tall and 61 centimetres wide. And it is the door of humility the entrance into one of the oldest churches in the world, the Church of the Nativity in Bethlehem. The church sits over a cave where, according to tradition, Jesus was born. You can only enter through that door by crouching down or bowing down. 
a reminder that we can only experience God as we are prepared to be humble, to let go of our pride and our ego, and to enter into his presence. We can't leave the past behind completely because the past shapes us. It's who we are now because of what we have already lived. And there are some things we do not want to forget because they are etched into our very being. But I suggest that as we go through the door and enter a new year, that we leave behind our pride and the attitude that we have all the answers and that we face the new year and all that it holds with humility and a willingness to learn. In my experience in ministry, I have seen how God uses ordinary people in everyday, quiet and humble ways when they are prepared to be available to make a difference where they are. This is illustrated in a quote from Tolkien, the English writer, poet and university professor, who is best known as the author of The Hobbit and the epic The Lord of the Rings. In Tolkien's book, The Hobbit, the wizard Gandalf explains why he has selected a small hobbit like Bilbo Baggins to accompany the dwarves to fight the enemy. He says, Some believe it is only great power that can hold evil in check, but that is not what I have found. I found it is the small everyday deeds of ordinary folk that keep the darkness at bay. Small acts of kindness and love. Why Bilbo Baggins? Perhaps because I am afraid and he gives me courage. Small everyday deeds of ordinary folk. Deeds of kindness and love that keep the darkness at bay. That's worth holding on to as you go through the door into a new year and think about how you can light up the world, your world, with acts of love and kindness. This second door is an entrance or opening to the garden tomb in Jerusalem. It is a tomb cut into the rock and one of the possible places where the burial of Jesus took place, although it is impossible to know the precise location. In fact, there are two places that are claimed in Jerusalem to be possible burial places, this one and the Church of the Holy Sepulchre, which is a much grander building. But the indisputable truth, which is not dependent on knowing for certain where Jesus was buried or where he was crucified, the indisputable truth is that Jesus Christ was shown to be the Son of God when God powerfully raised him from the dead by means of the Holy Spirit. This is the essence of our faith. And it means that as the year ends and you go through the door into a new year, the presence of the living Christ goes with you. It's all a matter of trust. That's where our faith 
enters into our story, the fact that the living Christ is with us and goes through the door with us into the new year. If you think back over the year that you have had, that is almost at an end, there would have been situations that confronted you which you had no idea you were about to face. Many of you had immense challenges and change. Or you have given support to others who have been going through tough times. What helped you cope? What got you through? All of you here have a story. And over the years in ministry, I have been privileged to be invited into the stories of many people at significant times in their life, conducting weddings, blessing children, taking funerals, and walking tough roads with people through illness and personal problems, difficult relationships, as well as sitting with people and talking about everyday life and where Christ is real for them. Those life happenings create a deep bond, which is part of my life. My own life and ministry has been a journey of light and shadow, of clarity and paradox, of strength and weakness. And the ministry of pastoral care for me has meant offering a ministry of presence, of being with people. And when my own needs and ego get out of the way, it is about offering the ministry of the presence of Christ, summed up in this prayer. By faith, I know you are there with me, in my sleeping and in my waking. By faith, I know you will protect me in my going out and my returning. The second question is, what does it mean for Northern Community Church of Christ to go through an open door into a new year? Are there aspects that need to be left behind? Are there new learnings that need to be integrated into Northern's ministry? Northern Community has gone through much transition and change over the past few years. We've already referred to that today. Every church and organisation that goes through a time of change and challenge experiences what is called a liminal space. It means occupying a position on a boundary or a threshold. It's a place of uncertainty about the future, a place where questions and doubts have to be faced a place of not knowing, but it's also a place of anticipation, an in-between place. And that's where we find ourselves today, in between an old year and a new year. It's an in-between place for me, between the end of formal ministry and a, a working life and into a new season, then I'm not quite sure how that will unfold. Richard Raw describes this place most vividly. 
Liminal spaces are a unique spiritual position where human beings hate to be, but where the biblical God is always leading them. It is when you have left the tried and true, but have not yet been able to replace it with anything else. It is then you are finally out of the way. And it's when God does his most powerful work in us. It's a time when we are not in control. Liminal spaces show us that paradox and ambiguity are part of what it means to be human and are part of our Christian experience. Like Jacob, who had a dream of a stairway going from earth to heaven with angels going up and down. And in his dream, he heard God say this, I am with you and I will protect you wherever you go. I will not leave you until I have finished giving you everything I have promised you. And Genesis 28 goes on to say, when Jacob woke from his sleep, he said, surely the Lord is in this place and I wasn't even aware of it. What an awesome place this is. He said it is none other than the house of God, the very gateway to heaven. Have we been aware that God is in this place and we weren't even aware of it? We look back and realise that God has used challenges to get us to where we are now. We depicted that in a service on the 11th of June, the week before David and Mary joined us. And we marked it with stones. Our awareness that God's faithful presence is always with us. Our hope is centred in Christ and what we know of his faithfulness. And so as a church, you can go through a door into a new season, a new year, and know that your experience will echo what the psalmist said in the psalm we heard before, Psalm 118. Open for me the gates where the righteous may enter, and I will go in and thank the Lord. Those gates lead to the presence of the Lord, and the godly enter there. It's also a door of opportunity for Northern. When Paul was in Ephesus, he said, he was writing to the Corinthians, and he said, uh, he was writing about when he would come to visit them, and he said, there is a wide open door for a great work here in Ephesus. And the message translation says, a huge door of opportunity for good work has opened up here. The same could be said for Northern as you go through the door of opportunity into a new year. When we think back to last Sunday night when we had our barbecue and carol service, and there were over 100 people, probably at least 40 people from around here who were not always in uh, our services. Some were new. What a door of opportunity for you to continue to connect and be involved in your local community. Because it is the risen Christ who calls Northern through the door of opportunity into the season that is opening up. And the last question I have is, 
What does an open door mean for you? What is behind you? What is on the other side of the door? And how will you face the unknown of the new year? There is one certainty that we can have if we have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. He has already gone through the open door of life and death, which means there is nothing that can ever separate us from God's love. No thing, nothing can ever separate us from God's love. Neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love, whether we are high above the sky or in the deepest ocean. Nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. What a wonderful truth to take with us. You have experienced that in your own life. Nothing can ever separate you from God's love. The truth of that means that whatever you face in the coming year, it cannot separate you from God's love. But you need to keep responding to the reminders of God's presence within you and around you in the circumstances that you face. And they're not all going to be smooth and shiny and happy and pleasant. There will be tough times because that's the nature of life. But in whatever day it is, whatever the situation, nothing can separate you from God's love. Let me finish by sharing with you what the open door means for me. Before Christmas, Paul Cameron who also finishes today as Executive Officer of Churches of Christ in Victoria and Tasmania. In fact, there are a number of ministers in Churches of Christ who are finishing their ministries today. Paul sent me a paper I wrote back in 2003 because he was clearing up his office as he prepared to finish as Executive Officer and he came across a a paper I had written back in 2003, when I was preparing to finish as executive officer and hand over to Paul. It was addressed to the Board of Churches of Christ, headed my reflections as I leave. I'm not going to read it all to you, but I'm going to read the final paragraph of those reflections because the thoughts hold true for today. This is what I wrote 14 years ago. Dear to my heart has been the life of our church, Churches of Christ. Never forget the place of the risen Christ as Lord of the church. Leaders must submit to him. Human wisdom, skills and abilities are not the final answer to the challenges we face in the church, even though God works through those very factors our human skills and abilities and wisdom to impact the world with the gospel. The risen Christ calls us into mission beyond the church and ministry and leadership within the church and he equips and sustains us 
in our response. May God bless you with all wisdom, grace and love as you go on to serve him. That was 2003. And now 2017, almost 2018. As I prepare to finish at Northern and to conclude formal ministry, I am so grateful for the journey that I have had throughout 26 years of varied ministry in state leadership with Churches of Christ in Victoria and Tasmania, in local church ministry at Williamstown and here at Northern, and in mission support as pastor to Urban Neighbours of Hope in Australia, Bangkok and New Zealand. Thank you, Northern Community, for being such an example of diverse ministry and mission and for being such a vital expression of faith. You have given me more than I could hope for. And so I finish with joy in my heart. And I can truly say that I finish with a love for the church, the whole church, despite its failings, despite its weaknesses. God actually holds the church. And I'm grateful that as a small child, he gave me a love for the church. And with Athel, who has been such an amazing support in ministry and has had his own ministry and influence with people, we can say, I just need to take a deep breath, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His faithful love endures forever. They are the words I want you to take into your heart, into the future of Northern and into this coming year, whatever it might hold. And thank you for being part of my journey of ministry. You have a response sheet with a picture of a door and there are pencils on your seats. And I want you to use the next few minutes to think about your response as you end 2017 and prepare to enter 2018. You can use the questions on the screen as a prompt. I encourage you to write your response as the music plays, as a prayer of commitment before we sing our final song. And then during the song, David will uh, collect those responses we keep a record of the responses because it's part of the journey of the church. But if you would like to have your response back to carry with you through the year, just indicate that uh, on the sheet. So the questions are, as you stand at the door of a new year, what is your hope? What do you want to leave behind? And what do you want to take with you into the new year? And what is God's invitation to you beyond the open door? Take time to reflect on those questions and how God might be speaking to you.